I tell you something gross? Yeah. My hands get sweaty and warm enough to where it'll heat up and moisturize the calluses so that way they're easy to peel. Oh. I don't know. You don't think that's gross? No, but we should probably start. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> welcome back to Tattoo Home Records, where we talk about Tattoo's life and everything in between. Sometimes we talk about her very sweaty hands, which if you guys have been with us for any period of time, you should know that she has very sweaty hands. It's and a if you're main topic of discussion. Watching us on. Oh, I'm Gaia, also known as Lou. This is Callie. Also known um, as Cal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cal, what is it? Uh, Callie loves salsa. Yep. Um, and then if you're like, hey, you guys are wearing the same exact stuff that you wore last time, that's because we are doing another, I'm not going to officially say after, um, hours or whatever the fuck we decided to name this thing, but basically we have lots of shit to do and we're going to be gone next week. So today we are recording two episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, we do not have a plan. I just started the recording of this because she started being like, can I tell you something gross? And so I just did it, and then, yeah, made her. Here we are. Yep, talk about her sweaty palms, which are, I still I still feel like you're missing an opportunity calling them self-lubricating. That's disgusting. <laughs> that is the worst. The way you feel about DIY girlies is the way I feel about self-lubricating palms. <laughs> you know how hard it is, like, trying to, like, just date in general, but on top of it, no, like... No, because if you say, I think if you say self-lubricating palms, that makes you more sellable. I think it makes me more sellable to the wrong people. <laughs> there we go. How about that? That It, it makes me Maybe more sellable to the wrong people. Self-cleaning boss? No. Pause. No, <laughs> we're such a pause. I'm okay with pause. We're getting closer. But no, I just don't want to... It's hard because like... Your moist mittens? My mo- Ew! <laughs> Ew! It's, it's, you know, just dating in general, I... Her hands are getting sweatier the more we talk about this. They're wet. It's it's hard because it's like, not only do I sleep with my eyes open, but like in summer, when people try to hold my hand, every single one of my partners have been like, oh my God. And like, stop holding my hand. I'm like, I'm sorry. They're really gross. Yeah. I can't help it. It's just... Yeah. I don't like to share a barbell with her for that very reason. That's true. But you do it anyways, because you're very brave. Yeah. Because I'm weird about sweat. Like, I get really, really grossed out by it. I hate that you have to hug people after a workout and they're sweaty and you're sweaty. Mm -hmm. And then your fucking toxins are touching each other. And I'm really, like, (laughs) akin to people's, like, the smell of their sweat. It's what I don't miss about going to a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm shuffling all around if you're watching me on YouTube. I can't get comfy. My hip flexors Um, are so much pain. But it's my arm. My arm just keeps going numb. Oh, God, that's Um, awful. So, yeah, like, and then I can smell you on me, like, when someone's hugged me after a sweaty workout, and it's hard because I want to hug you, but then I walk around, I thought that was your foot, I was like, how did your foot get so furry? Ew! (laughs) (laughs) Bailey's underneath the table. No, it's your foot. I don't have furry feet. (laughs) You have furry feet. That's one thing that I don't have. You have tiny hobbit feet. I don't. (laughs) First of all... Second of all, um, yeah, smell. It's yeah. like that with tattoos as well. Mm. Um, when I tattoo someone who has, like, BO for an extended amount of time, and that's pretty much it. Like, it's always, like, the people that I have to spend, like, at minimum four hours with. Um, there's something lingers around me, yeah. and I'm like, I swear I don't smell bad. Mm-hmm. I swear I don't, I've just been all over someone who unfortunately does. It sucks. Which it I don't sucks. understand that, because I'm like, why would you not take a shower? Like... I don't know either. Like, I instantly... That is question of the century, always. Yeah. 
why don't you if, take a shower if you're if I'm tattooing your feet like please for the love of god like don't fucking go on a seven mile hike beforehand like holy shit dude mm-hmm. I'm not saying you gotta get a pedicure but like wash your toes I'm not saying that you have to do anything it's just like I don't know like just uh, that morning just be like huh let me investigate and if the investigation leads to nothing then you're good and if the investigation leads to Oh, shit, I should probably wash my feet before I go in. There you go. Simple. Toe fluff. That's what kills me. Toe I need fluff? you to get... Yeah, from the socks. Ooh. Yeah, I need you to clean that out first before you put your foot... Because I'm not weird about feet, to Speaking be very of, clear. Yeah, you're not. I'm not weird about feet either. I, I don't mind them. I mean, I you're like fine. weird about feet. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I'm not weird oh about feet. Oh, my God, wait. You have to tell them about your newest boyfriend. <laughs> My newest boyfriend? Yeah, oh. You guys. Okay. Let me be very clear. <laughs> I understand conventionally I'm like a six. Well, t- I'm p- totally fine with that. Could be a six, whatever. But oh my this God, bitch loves her from some twos and threes. Even some like imaginary He's not character. Ugly. He is ugly. He's um, not. She has like a new crush on some like fake character. For those of you guys who are watching, I'm pulling him up right now. Um, and he's. He's beautiful. He's, His name is Asterion. Uh, I think he, I'm saying. His oh, name I was right. like, does he have a? I thought I thought he had a social media account. No, his name is Asterion. If you guys can see it, for the people who are watching, he is from Baldur's Gate. It is a video game, um, and it's very D and D centric. So it's very cool. But I haven't played it yet. But that's fine. I've just been watching gameplays and uh, reading fan fiction. And yes, I read fan fiction. And yes, I'm proud of it. Wait, I don't care anymore. Why what? the toot on that? Do people? People get weird. Well, okay, it used to be a weird thing. Now it's not. Why? But do it people used to be. Care? It used to be a hush hush thing. Like no one ever talked about it. But no. About fan fiction. Hmm. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I think it's just another way to like shame nerds. Um. But if you like about it, here's the thing. What's on your sleeve? Lift up your arm. What is this? What is this? Fluff. You got fluff. Okay. Okay, I got fluff on You me. got you fluff. Don't worry about it. Um, Thank you. Okay, so, sorry. So, Sterion, he's... Um, ADD. So, I realized that I am repeating my Twilight era because he <laughs> is also a vampire. And he's gorgeous. And he's stunning. And his dialogue is so funny. And he's so sarcastic. Anyways, I posted on my private page um, a story. And please don't follow my private page. Uh, anyways... <laughs> A uh, story about how I need Asterion. I love him. I want him to be my Were boyfriend. Were you talking about him forever. peeling potatoes earlier? That the fan fiction, yes. Yeah. I made him peel potatoes in the fan fiction. But anyways, I didn't write it. I'm reading it right now. Um, Wait, anyways. what do you mean you, ma- you made him, but you're not... I, I'm not writing the fan fiction. I'm reading it. I'm just but letting then you know what happened. But how did you make him? Because it was written in the... In oh, me okay, terms. okay, okay. Yes. Anyways. But is it smutty? Um, there was one smut chapter, yes. Yes! I know. I love, okay, can I, yes. sorry, no, you continue and then I'll talk about it. Oh, okay, mine. I only have one thing to say. Basically, I posted him on my story and Joe, uh, my friend Joe hit me up and said, no, he is the worst. He's awful. He thinks he's so funny <laughs> and he's a dirty little liar. And I said, I love him, Joe. He's just my type. And Joe's like, no, you need to trust me on this. He's the fucking worst. And I'm like, I don't care. I love him. I want to be with him. Anyways, that's it. So that's, this is when you need to call your therapist. When she said, hey, when you're attracted to someone, you need to call me. It's different when it's your picker is broken. He can't actually. And once again, your picker is broken. He can't help me. He can't uh, hurt me. He definitely can't help me. Anyways. <laughs> you're just cha- he can't help you. You're like channeling him. I want to like, be I manipulated by him. Yes. Um, oh, God, I love him. Yeah, I had. Uh, so. For anyone who doesn't know, I don't know why you wouldn't know. I listen to audiobooks, mm-hmm. and I haven't listened to an audiobook in a while. 
Um, oh my god! Tell them about your fucking audiobook. <laughs> so I was listening to, um, it's I think it's Colleen Hoover, mm-hmm. um, Ugly Love. She's got some good books out there. Ugly Love. Um, yeah, I was like, that's a weird title, whatever. But it was one of those that like, oh, boy likes girl, girl likes boy, but they can't be together. And it's like, mm. um, he is friends with the dude. And then it's like his kid sister comes to stay. And I say kid sister. It's she's she's an adult. Little Don't sister. Worry about it. Yeah. Um, younger sister. Yeah. Younger sister. But like everyone's an adult. No Are they deal. the ones in love? Yes. And that's why it was really cute because it was little stuff like. Uh, it reminded me of when Caboose and I got together because mm-hmm. it was like the brother was like at a restaurant. He was like getting like the table situated talking mm-hmm. and the dude's like whispering like stuff in her ear. And then they're like touching pinkies and like and like underneath the table, like I touching like that. where it's like, oh, it's, yeah, their fingers brushed and they felt electricity yes. and had to hide it. Like but then oh. I thought because then it got like a little bit smutty. And usually when it's smut, I'm like, oh, fucking I'm not in it for that. Uh-huh. Like. I never, and I'm not judging anyone who does. I just don't, like, I like a mystery. I do like romance. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Sorry, you guys. I'm hella burpy because of the Alani. <laughs> carbonation and I don't go. Shit. <laughs> um, no, there's still tons of it, but I just okay. don't drink a lot of carbonation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just personally, well, it was written so well that, like, it was like, yes, this is good smut. But then the way that she would, like, describe things, I was like, I have not heard it described like this before. So I really appreciate it because I was like, oh, this is not like the rinse repeat, like his member, his throbbing member, member. like none of that. So I was like, oh, wow. And it would like give you just enough that you'd be like, okay, well, I'm a little bit bored of this now. And then like it would go on with the story. But the story was so good that Mm -hmm. I was like, look, I can usually if there's too much smut, I'll just be like, I'm just not into it. Yes. Because it it just pulls me out. So what I'm reading right now, it was nice because the. Was she a maiden? No. No. I'm part of the... Stable? (laughs) No. So I'm part of the, um, whatever it's called, like, gosh, D&D players, if you guys ever listen to this, and the campaign, I guess, the team that you... Yes, I grew up playing D&D, There we go, yeah. So I'm part of the team, right? So I, like, actually fight, like, fucking goblins and shit. But anyways. um, (laughs) (laughs) But anyways. (laughs) Anyways, it was nice. Casually fighting some goblins. You know, typically fan fiction writers, like, they go off on the smut. Like, for the most part, it's all smut. No, this is, like, pretty much story. And it was the same thing with the smut. It was, like, maybe, it wasn't wasn't even, like, half a chapter. It was, like, a passage. Mm -hmm. um, Passage. A couple of passages, whatever. And it was, like, in Paragraphs? Paragraphs, you know, whatever. It was enough to be, like, oh, my God, sexy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how this was. But, like, not enough to make me lose focus. And then you went right back into, like, the story. Yeah. And so, yeah, typically fan fiction writers pop off. And, like, good for you guys. Like, I love. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's how I felt about when I accidentally stumbled onto that furry porn. And I was, like, Mm -hmm. like, all those pictures. I'm, like. But the quality of the art is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm like, I can ignore the genitals. Can to we, make the lighting? Can we you talk guys, about furry artists? They're actually great. Fucking amazing. Talented. Like, yeah. Talented like, human beings. So good. The cell shading. If anyone wants any of that shit tattooed, I will gladly. Because, like, yeah, the shit. the fuck out of furry. Li- yes, yes. I will tattoo the shit out of some furry, like, mm-hmm. artwork. Yeah. That's already been done because it is stunning and i want so bad to be able to like tattoo that it's gorgeous it is gorgeous it's it's um i don't know it's really interesting because i so on twitter most of the people that i follow are like artists like comic book artists and like i thought you were gonna say furries no but (laughs) some of them are like hey (laughs) 
So I make a living, like I, I'm a horror based artist, but like, I'm going to be real with you guys. I took on my first like furry porn commission and they paid me up to like a grand to yeah. do this. And I was like, whoa, dude, there's money in like the furry porn industry, which is wild. So crazy. But yeah, I love me some like smut. It's fun. Every now and again, it's great, but love a fan fiction. I'm, I'm too lazy to use it for, like, actual, like... Winking? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, dude. Like, dyslexia does not fucking make that, that so shit that would super fun. Yeah. Um, so, like, I've never been like, oh, let me read this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I crushed through that book. Um, Quick. Yeah, it was nine hours, and I finished it in less than a day. Mm-hmm. I started it day before yesterday and finished it yesterday. Well, you just said it was um, so good that you had to keep going. I, I needed to know. I needed to know because obviously he had a tragic backstory mm-hmm. and that author is really good about like, here's the present. And then like she runs a parallel story of like their history of like Love why that. they're in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always her like script. And I quite appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she's like such a good writer that you get like sucked in. Where I'm like, but OK, I mean, I kind of get where their story is going because she doesn't do a whole lot of like twists and shit. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, but I need to know about his backstory. So like, tell me more. And it was just a classic case of like boy likes girl, girl likes boy, boy loses girl because he's an idiot. But then boy has like an emotional arc and it's beautiful and they get together. Oh, we love to hear it. Yeah. See, that's Dude, the thing. He got like emotionally intelligent. It was great. He was like, the patriarchy will not win over me. I will become emotionally intelligent. Fucking I work. will tell my life. See, nothing sexier than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing sexier than a well-written male character that understands that emotions. Yes. But I love it when they start emotionally mature. Like they're like kind of assholes at first, mm-hmm. which says a lot. I should probably talk to my therapist about that. At, well, at I think that's story. that end of the day, like, bad boy trope. Like, that's yeah. what that is, is that, like, he's emotionally immature. And kind but of a then, And almost kills yeah. you because he drinks your blood. And then, yeah, totally. Totally wrong. Maybe not that part. <laughs> Mine's a little bit more grounded in reality. Mine's, like, straight Mine's an up, airline like, pilot. He's She's a 200-year-old, like, fucking, fucking vampire who I let drink my blood, and now we're fucking, and it's good. I never got into, like, that fantasy, like, world. And I, mm-hmm. it makes me sad that, like, I just am not in it. But I'm very much just, like, based in, like, essentially reality. That's fair. We and all have I, our things. I want to be, like, yeah, fantasy stuff, but I would, like, try it. And the moment they mention magic, my brain's just, like, mm, I'm bored now. That's fair. That's totally fair. I've always, I love fantasy Love it. I'm surprised you don't play D&D. I, oh my I guess you don't have time to. I, A, don't have time to. Like, that's the biggest issue. And, like, I, I would love to do it, but I don't have time for it. Um, B, I also just don't have anything to play Baldur's Gate on, but I think they're going to release it to, like, the consoles that I have. So, eventually, when I get to that point, I'll actually get to meet my boyfriend and court him. <laughs> and then you'll find out he's a dick. He turns into an asshole. Like, like, TikTok has been very clear on that. He turns into a fucking dickhead, but, like, I'm still here So, exactly it. your type. Exactly my type. Just what you love. Exactly. So, that's what's going on in my life. I'm not dating. I'm just dating a fake <laughs> vampire boy from a video game. It's fine. What's been going on in your life? Uh, nothing. How's couples therapy? Oh, couples therapy is great. We just learned a new, um, like trick on Ooh, i guess it's not a trick do share okay so it's a tactic for communication 
Y'all. Wait, can I just say how funny it is that one of us is reading fan fiction about their fake boyfriend and the other one's going to go home? That's, that's life. That's, that's life. life. So that's where we're at. Um, but anyways. So we didn't get to dig into because we've been going through our meta emotions. Mm-hmm. And last time she's like, okay, we can continue on the meta emotions. Hold up, hold up. I'm yes. so sorry to pause. Mm-hmm. Meta emotions. Yeah, so like the big emotions. Okay. Like happy, sad. So the big yeah, umbrella like term. What happiness is, sadness, and you okay. go through like what is the story you tell about this now? Like how do you currently feel about this? What is a story that relates to it in childhood? Like, what wow. were you taught about, like, we, sadness in childhood? So you kind of talk um, about a scenario, and then you talk about what was your meta emotion to that scenario? No, you. she just dives into the meta emotions okay. first. Because you need to know, because, like, the issue with a lot of people when it comes to their emotions is that they don't know what emotion they're feeling. Yep. So you need to know where, where the stories are behind these emotions first. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like, everything, that biggest trope in, like, therapy is everything comes back to your childhood, but hates breaks, y'all. It all comes back to your childhood. It's so true. Um, yeah. So, like, the one that she had brought up before was pride that stumped both of us because it was like, hey, you know, she brought about sadness as well. And we both talked about, like, what sadness was in our childhood. And I was like, well, sadness, you know, and his family wasn't allowed. I won't get into that because that's his story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, in my family, it wasn't allowed. So, therefore, sadness could only be portrayed as anger. Like, the Mm. only accepted emotion around that is anger. Right. So, for me, a lot of times, like, when I am sad, it will come out as anger. So, then people are like, oh, you're never sad. And I'm like, well, I walk around mad a lot because I can't express sadness. Mm -hmm. Um, And because, like, I get very hung up. The part of me that has, like, ADHD gets very hung up on the injustice of things that make me sad. So, then it makes me angry. So, I... Expressed that way. But we talked about pride and she was like, let's talk about like pride in your household. And like, if you did something well, were people like expressing that like, hey, I'm proud of you. But both him and I, when she was like, let's talk about pride. She's like, so what are your current feelings around pride? And we both just sat there like, hmm, what? And it was just crickets. And I was like, okay, so this is slightly embarrassing. I don't know what you mean as pride because I think of it as like, you know, the seven deadly sins, like pride is bad. And she's like, no, it means like, the act of, like, someone being proud. Like, if you accomplish something, do you feel proud? Mm -hmm. And then you go into that, like, in childhood, and, like, my, you know, I grew up in a pretty toxic environment, so it was very much, sorry, I'm fucking with my clothes about a lot. This fucking onesie got really itchy. Um, ADHD. But, (laughs) yeah, um, she talks about, like, or, like, asking us about it. So I was discussing mine. He was discussing his. And it was very much that, like, neither one of us grew up in a household where people express, like, pride. So if you did something well, well, that was oftentimes, like, undermined. And, like, for mine, for me in particular, it was that, like, my clients in South Carolina knew about this, where it was like, please don't compliment me in front of my mother, because if you say anything, she is going to break me down. So anytime that, like, I did something well, it's also partly why I suffer with, with like, dealing with compliments is because, like, something bad is going to happen. So if you were like, oh, my gosh, Gaia did this, like, beautiful tattoo, then there would be lots of cutting remarks to follow that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I hadn't necessarily remembered that. I just remembered that I was like, yeah, like, you just knew not to, like, be proud of something because it was always like get off your high horse and then caboose had brought that up of like well you know your mother would blah 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 
Um, which the therapist's face at that was like, Jesus Christ. So <laughs> that's like the only downside of therapy is sometimes you get to be like, yeah, that happened. And then they look at you like, oh, fuck. I love those moments. Bad. I love those moments, though. Do you not like them? Um, not necessarily. I love it because it's so validating. Like when I say something and my therapist goes, that's really sad. And she writes it down. <laughs> I'm like, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> like that's really funny You're like, but oh, also, shit. thank you for seeing and acknowledging it but yeah so we've been going through the meta emotions so then it's like where like what that story was when you were a child and then like now like mm-hmm. where that story is now in your life and like how you handle that and like now I'm like well I'm able to be proud of myself but that's like relatively like new where I'm like okay well I'm a hard worker like now I can be like I'm a good friend but that's because I also have like a group of people around me that help remind me of those things to be like yes you're allowed to be proud of these things yes um, but then, so we've been going on that and we still have a couple more emotions that we have to do, but I was like, well, cause I think we still have anger, which is what I'm like, fuck, I don't necessarily want to get into that one. Cause that one's going to be gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she asked like, okay, well, do you want to work on conflict resolution this time? Or do you want to continue with the meta emotions? Wow. And I was like, I whatever, like I want to do meta emotions, but I know that we'll probably benefit more from conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. So we learned about conflict resolution mm-hmm. and it's the fucking craziest shit, you guys. It's going to sound really like obvious, but I really genuinely feel like do share. very few people are actually doing it. Um, so I would say, hey, like, how are you feeling about something? You would then tell me how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. and then I will repeat back to you what I'm hearing. So you asked me, how do you feel about the carrot cake? And then what if I say... Yeah, yeah, let's use a real example, though. So, like, like, uh, walk me through the, like, the feelings around, like, what you had, or, like, the frustration. Mm -hmm. We had, what's, like, the latest thing of conflict we've had? Of conflict? I guess, like, again, being the weakest person on the team. Okay, so we're just going to run this through. You're comfortable talking about this? Totally. Okay, so we're just going to run this through. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Tell me about how you feel about being the weakest link. I feel so uncomfortable. I hate I hate being in this place because I want to pull my weight, but I, I'm not doing that. Okay. So what I'm hearing is you're feeling really uncomfortable. You're repeating back. About yeah. being the weakest, like, link. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me why you feel like the weakest link? Because I have the least experience and I have to constantly ask questions and constantly be guided through these things. Okay, so you feel like that you have to ask more questions and mm-hmm. then you have to be constantly guided through. Mm-hmm. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes. Okay. So then why is that, like, such a painful thing for you? Ooh. Um, gosh, because we I can was stop supposed to be an A point. student. I, okay. I, I was thinking about this, actually. I was, I'm supposed to be the A-plus student, right? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to not be an A-plus student. Okay, so... <laughs> You Why am I crying, like, bitch? That's okay. We can, we can stop <laughs> no, at any you're point. Good. No, okay. I'm, I'm good. Um, I'm, we're rolling through this. Okay. Um, so you feel like you have to be an A-plus student, mm-hmm. and by asking questions, you're yes. not being an A-plus student? Yes. So why is it such a big deal to be an A-plus student? I think, honestly, just because that, that's how it was my entire childhood. Okay. So that's where, like, the worth and the pulling your own weight comes in is being self-sufficient and not asking for help and not asking to be guided through these things. Okay. (laughs) So you feel like what I'm getting, what I'm thinking there, like what I'm getting from that is that Mm -hmm. you feel like by asking questions, you are not being like worthy. Yes. I'm not being self-sufficient. I'm not 
being a strong part of the team. Okay. Because if I were strong, then you would tell me to do something and then I would know how to do it immediately and then just do it. Okay. Um, is there anything else that you want me to know about that? No. <laughs> and you <laughs> feel so. seen, understood? You feel like I understand? I do, yes. I, okay. I feel I feel like, do you have any questions on it? Well, wait, that was the first part. So mm. that's the first part. There we go. <laughs> I repeat back to her what I'm hearing. Whoa. And so especially when you're in conflict, <laughs> yes. oftentimes it'll get twisted. Mm-hmm. So like, if I were feeling defensive about that, I might reply, so you feel like I'm not helping you enough. There we go. And then you'd be like, no, I feel like this. So mm-hmm. you're speaking in eyes, and then I'm trying to repeat back to you to make sure that I'm understanding what you're saying. So you're also saying eyes? So what I'm understanding is that... Yes. Okay. So what I'm understanding is this. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we can play it, like, going bad here in a second. So they get, like, both cool. examples. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll repeat that same thing, but so I'm going to be defensive about it. I'll be like, it. I am... Worried. No, you just you just worry about okay. you. Okay, I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna intentionally. I just need you to know. I'm gonna Perfect. intentionally get this wrong. Yes. Um. Just to be clear, it's not wrong. It's just that like I'm gonna intentionally misunderstand her because we've already discussed this like thing with her before. Mm-hmm. Um. And that way you can see what happens when it doesn't go as smoothly. But basically, the key is I'm gonna repeat back to you. Yes. What I'm hearing, mm-hmm. like if it's like going well. Or even not. Because the whole point is for me to understand where you're coming from. Right. And then I end it by saying, hey, is there anything else you want me to understand? If there's any questions I have, you see how I ask questions to, like, dig deeper. Mm -hmm. And then it will get reversed. So... In that case, like, if we had conflict around these cabinets, Mm -hmm. then I would... Then you would say, okay, how do you feel about this? And then we would do it the other way. So once you feel fully understood... You then, then have can, the space okay. within you to understand me. So yes. if my frustration was like, oh, I feel upset that like that you need more guidance on this, mm-hmm. then we would dig into like why I need just to be clear, I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um th- then we would dig into that. Right. So then you're able to like understand where this person's coming from. Right. And I'll explain the example of what Caboose and I did. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to show you guys because you see how, like, in that we're able to then you feel more seen and understood. Right. And then I could then be like, okay, well, I feel like I don't I don't see you as the weakest link. Mm-hmm. I don't see you as, like, not being an A student because for me, just like I said in our last episode – the experience of doing things together and learning and growing together are more important than the end result. And like right. that, we, I came from that conclusion because Caboose and I had had that same thing. Mm-hmm. Like we had done that same piece back and forth, which is also why I now won't say that we're like fighting, but I'm like, oh, hey, we have run into a piece of conflict. Let's do that exercise. Conflict, and it's right. fucking dope because just the last couple of days while we've been working on these projects together, mm-hmm. we've had more understanding of, like, why we would fight in the past about right. them because of, like, his insecurities and my, like, misunderstandings and then his brain, like, twisting what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I'll go into that in just a second. But mm-hmm. let's do this the bad way. Right. Okay. So how are you feeling about the cabinets? Oh, I feel like um, I'm the weakest link and I'm really frustrated. I don't know what I said. That's fine. Yeah. No, just tell me, like, how you feel about cabinets. Okay. Like, um, I feel like I'm the weakest link. I feel like it shouldn't be as hard as it is for me, and I'm frustrated at my inexperience. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to make you feel frustrated. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't understand. Like, I just I just need the cabinets to get done. 
Right. And I just like, I don't understand why it's that big of a deal to you. Oof. <laughs> and you see how like then, in there, what I did is I turned that about myself. Yes. So then how do you want to respond when I say that? So what's so, happening to you? I would say when you're like, oh, I'm, I'm frustrated because I just want it done. And mm-hmm. I don't know why it's frustrating for you. I think I would just be like, gosh, what do I even say to that? I you know can say whatever you want. It's it's not n- more so about how you're feeling about the cabinets. It's more so how I'm just letting you know where I'm at. Okay, well, I don't understand why you feel that way. Because, like, it's <laughs> the cabinets are done now. So what's the big deal? I think the big deal is that I've never done them before and I'm upset. But at how it went. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. So you see how, like, in that instance, mm-hmm. I made that about me instead of right. and how I'm feeling. Because I might feel that way in the minute. In that right. moment, I might be like, why is it that big of a deal? It's just fucking cabinets and we're totally. done with it. Yeah. But Let's I missed an it. opportunity to dig in and, like, mm-hmm. understand where you're coming from with it. Because if you had not dig in, then you would not know that, like, it's about being an A student. Yes. And that's it comes that, like, from that trauma of yes. having to perform and do everything right the first time. Right. As opposed to being like, hey, and then that moment I can be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, had we spent more time talking, then I would be like, okay, but I feel the same way. Yeah. Like, what you're feeling about the trauma of, like, doing it right and, like, being an A student, like... Mm-hmm. No one's grading this. It's a-okay because, like, I think that it's an A-done project and I also feel the same way doing my projects. Mm-hmm. So then we have a deeper, I have a deeper understanding of you, but then hopefully when, as I continue to talk and we go through it, then you will then have a deeper understanding of, like, hey, I'm not judging you or grading right. you on this. And also, I appreciate that it's being done. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way that I have a fear around, like, what if I don't do a good enough job on this? Is everyone else going to judge me? So then Mm -hmm. we've created a safe space where both of us can be like, oh, we have this same common wound. Yeah, it's like a connection point. Yes. As opposed to a, like, area where we separated where you said, hey, now I know to not share this with you. Yep. And it's just that repeat, but that repeating back is so important. And don't get me wrong, like, when we did it in therapy, it felt really dumb because you're like... Hey, your therapist is there, so you're once again feeling like you're being graded. <laughs> so, like, feeding um, you your lines. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh. Line. There were several times when we would turn to her and be like, um, what do we do now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, when we awkward. started doing it in, like, in real life, when we mm-hmm. ran into issues, then it was nice because then it was like, okay, like, I mentioned, if you listen to the last episode, mm-hmm. um, we're doing these projects together, so... When I got frustrated because he, when he asked me questions, oftentimes they sound really condescending. So -hmm. then we got to a point of contention and we're just like frustrated, more both flooded with emotions. And we went through that and said, hey, okay, because I was like, we need to do what she said. So I was like, okay, where are you coming from? And we spent time just trying to like get to understand his and then Mm -hmm. his thing comes down. Like the reason why it sounds super like condescending and shitty Mm -hmm. is because he has a fear of... Um, like messing up. So he has a fear that he's not going to understand me mm-hmm. and that it's going to um, like, he's going to do a bad job mm-hmm. and he wants to know all the steps ahead, but I don't have all the steps mm-hmm. because I'm figuring out on the fly, but it's not that he's attacking my idea. It's that his own insecurities around like not getting it right. Right. Overwhelm him, so then it becomes this like very condescending like way in which he asks things. So he's like battling his own fear, which then translates into like a battle, like yes, right? 
So now, like yesterday, because this happened two days ago, so yesterday when he was asking me questions, and I started to, like, feel those, like, you know, I, like, my heckles were coming up that I was like, oof, he's, like, attacking me. Mm-hmm. Then I had to be like, he's not attacking me. He's mad that he can't see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Because in these instances, you and I have had that where it's like, I'm the person with this vision. that I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And I don't know all the steps. I just know it, like, as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, because we run into things. So it's all about problem solving. And how frustrating that must be for you guys because he's now explained that to me. So that way I'm like, oh, you're not mad at me for not having answers because, you know, he'll ask me something and then get frustrated if I don't know the answer. And I'm like, we're supposed to be problem solving, man. Why aren't you helping me problem solve? And he's like, well, I can't offer anything in these situations. He's like, because anytime I offer something, it's just the wrong answer. And I was like, to be clear... It's not the wrong answer. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, okay, so you feel like it's the wrong answer. I was like, but from my perspective, I was like, anytime you offer solutions, like, even if that isn't a solution that we can use at that point, that then inspires more ideas. Right. It'll be cataloged and then internalized and then turn into something else. Exactly. I was like, so, but what's been happening is that he's been having those discussions internally And then we'll just get defeated, which is why when I look at him, he just looks like he's defeated and doesn't want to be a part of the project. Mm -hmm. But really, it's the fact that, like, he's already had that entire, essentially, for lack of a better word, fight inside of his own brain where I'm going to think whatever he has to say is stupid. Mm -hmm. So then he's going to act like whatever I think he's saying is stupid. Because he's already played it out. So, like, he, yes. yeah, he's like, okay, I'm tired of now having this fight a second time. But Ex- it never happened in the first exactly. place. Exactly. Yeah. So then that allowed us to, like, get to that place of, like, understanding. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, yesterday we ran into some obstacles. And we were able, where I was like, hey, I need your help here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know this answer either. And I didn't feel like I was then responsible for providing all the answers. Because mm-hmm. that's the frustrating part is that when you are, like, the for lack of a better way of putting it, it's like the ringleader of a project. Everyone turns to you for answers. And there's a lot of pressure on you where I was like, I feel like all the pressure's on me to give you guys answers to be like this, 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 and this. I'm like, but I don't fucking know the answers. I have no idea what I'm doing either. I'm just like making up on the fly. Mm -hmm. But then because we were able to like discuss it in a regulated way where I then was just seeking out understanding of him Mm -hmm. and not trying to fix it, not trying to like resolve anything, but it's all based around understanding. Then the resolutions just naturally happen. That's so cool. And it like, it feels like at first it feels weird because you're like, okay, that's it. But when it was nice where I was like, okay, well I said this. And then he's like, what you're saying is that. And I was like, no, I'm not. That's actually not not what I'm saying. I was like, Uh What I'm saying is this, this, and this. And then it took, like, several times of me repeating Mm -hmm. for him to finally be able to be like, okay, so you're not attacking me for not knowing something. I'm like, this has nothing to do with you, man. Mm -hmm. I was like, I I love you. And, like, this discussion does. But, like, what how I'm feeling purely has to do with me. So it was, like, me not internalizing. You saw in that second one where we did Mm -hmm. the poor example of it. Right. I internalized your inadequacies. And, and got it. defensive and right. made it about me instead of just, like, keeping it in your corner. Right. You're like, oh, okay, so, like, it's, so you're feeling this way because of me, and now it's my job to fix it almost. Yes. Instead of being, like, Or deflecting it mad at you to be like, well, right. I'm uncomfortable right now that you Because you're me. uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. So it's like, hey, I think it's, it's the true conversation example of what Brene would talk about with, where it's like, if you're going to get down, if you're down in the well... 
I'm going to get down the well with you, but I need to know how to get the fuck out. That's stunning. It's a, uh, it's almost like a storytelling exercise. It's like a history book exercise Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, so you're feeling these emotions because if we had not done that, like I wouldn't have like fully unlocked that. Like, yeah, it's a shame thing. Yeah. It's about being a straight A student. And getting it right the first time, because that's how straight-A students do it. Yep. They don't look like they're struggling. They just know how to do it. And then mm-hmm. they get the best grade out of it, you know? Yeah. Well, because Huge. that's that straight-A part of, like, you can't show that you're struggling. No. That's that part of, <laughs> there where people get really weirded out when you're like, hey, I'm having a hard time. And they're like, ah! And you're like, don't do that. I'm trying to be honest about the fact that I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Totally. And this gives you that space, because then, like, the point is to, like, Make sure that we don't move on Mm -hmm. to, like, how I feel about something Mm -hmm. until we fully understand how you feel about it, which is why we end with, like, is there anything else you want me to know? Right. Because then if there is, we continue that conversation until you feel fully heard and understood. And then I can tell you Mm -hmm. how I feel about a situation. Right. And then that's why when I asked, we cut it off and we're like, wait, let's give the other example first mm-hmm. because that's the second part. Yeah. The you... second part would then be about how I feel mm-hmm. about that situation. Mm-hmm. So then we would go into like, you would then, we would just flip. So you right. would then be in a place of like in the listener's chair mm-hmm. and I would be in the storytelling chair. Mm-hmm. And then it would be my time to say, and the same thing where you have to be like, okay, it's not about you. Your job there is, like, if you think about it, yeah. I'm reading your history. Yeah, yeah. It's just to be a historian and be like, okay, where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. And then it allows both of you to understand and see each other. Cool. Yeah, dude, it's so dope. So that's how couples therapy is going. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So you guys are working on meta emotions after this? Like, your next session? Um, Yeah, probably. I mean, we've had to have, like, a month break because she's out of town. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was super nice. She was like, oh, we can do like via like tele like web, but she's like on vacation. I was like, nah, bitch, you don't have to work. Like don't work. Yeah. Yeah. Let's remove as many clients as you need to while you're like on vacation and go be on vacation. Like our marriage will survive. Like, yeah. So that way she's also rest and recharged for all of her clients. Yeah. Like that's huge. Cause I'm like, I'm not, well that, and I just think it's shitty when you're on vacation and then you have to work. Mm -hmm. And I understand that her job is one, but like, that's also a job I want to do in the future. And I would like to be able to take vacations and actually be on vacation. So when I'm like, we're not in like dire straits, like we're in a solid place. Mm -hmm. So we can at least be like, Hey, we're in a good place. Like we'll survive for a month. Yeah. Although I'm really excited to, like, continue to learn these things. What a cool fucking thing. That's very Yeah. Cool. Very, Because I feel cool. like when you have conflict, that's such a great way of, like, just, or just, like, a misunderstanding. Such a great way of, like, dismantling that. And then, for me, conflicts, fights, all of that is just designed to be a place where you can learn more about someone. Mm-hmm. And that's what that feels like to me. I think that's the icky part about conflict or, like, fights between your partners is oftentimes you walk away not knowing Mm -hmm. anything and that's where the ickiness comes from is like the whole like okay well i now don't understand you and you don't understand me and we're both pissed yeah and you just feel alone yeah exactly and that then makes you because you get to then see where it's like in that instance where you feel inadequate Mm -hmm. but i'm like bitch i feel the same way it's it is very refreshing when you show me texts of like the same way about like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and like this is hard texts of like you telling caboose like i'm scared to start this project yeah and then him just be like i got this that was refreshing to know Mm -hmm. that like okay so everyone feels this way this is just a different sport like i'm yeah yeah i'm becoming a diy girly (laughs) she's becoming a diy girly i i don't think i think it's because i never i don't know i was too young to become one yeah 
So it's that like you started off as you were born and then forced into it. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, I never got to become a DIY girl. I've had to become like a rested girly. Where there I'm we like, go. Oh, vacation mode. Yes. Which is probably why I make a bigger deal out of that because that for me was like a harder transition. Speaking of, we're getting ready for Halloween Horror Nights, right? Well, by the time this comes out, we'll have just gotten back. Um, or we'll be on the plane back. Can I ask you? Okay. You want to get your nails done? What color are you thinking? Oh, my toenails? Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. I have to see what the options are. That's fair. I have to see if, like, the chick has openings. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to go get my hair cut today. Because of, like, it's in dire need of a trim. My plan to do, to prep for Halloween Horror Nights, I'm going to uh, do laundry. That's always a big thing. But I'm <laughs> going to deep clean my bathroom. I'm going to water nice. my plants. I'm going to get the house ready. Yeah, we have to get the house ready. I'm going to vacuum my room. It's going to be, like, a whole turnaround thing. So that's basically my plan for today. Nice. That's a good, solid plan. Um, We did not do it last time, so we'll end this episode on what's your win for the week? My win for the week is being vulnerable on the podcast as per usual. Love that. Love crying on the podcast every other episode. Um, I think my win for the week is, yeah, being authentic, vulnerable, and honest. Like, it's that's always a win, but, like, especially in this episode, fuck, I told you guys that I love fan fiction, and I have a fake uh, vampire boyfriend. Love him. Um, shout out. (laughs) And I also uncovered a few things about, like, shame and, like, starting new things. You know what? Not knowing how to do something is beautiful. That's gorgeous. It's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to decide whether or not you really like it. I do like doing DIY things. I like doing them. It makes me feel proud. I feel self-sufficient. Honestly, I think it does for a lot of people. I think Mm -hmm. that, like... It's healing. Yeah. Just being able to do those things... Because, like, that, it's kind of that trickle effect of, like, once you can do little bits, then you're like, fuck it. I can just do whatever. Because you're like, well, I figured out how to do that. I'll figure out how to do this. Totally. And especially, like, in the case, like, we are very, we're in a very fortunate place where we are not super duper broke. Mm-hmm. So, like, Caboose made a, the, a wrong cut on, like, a piece of, like, um, wood last night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so just go buy another piece of wood. It's fucking $5. And it doesn't have that high risk that it right. did, like, in my early 20s, where, like, I spilled a gallon of paint. Every cent. And I fucking sobbed. Not a gallon is re- a lot. Oh, yeah. I, it, like, <laughs> tipped over in Caboose's trunk on his very brand new vehicle. Oh, no. um, it stayed there until we sold it. Um, <laughs> and it was this, like, huge traumatizing thing. And I think that's the part where, like, experience comes in, is it's like, dude, it's never gonna come out perfect no. in the sense that, like... You know, you you look at it and you're like, there are zero flaws, but the flaws are also what make it beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's what makes it real. Like, you know, when I painted that circle, I was like, oh, this circle is not perfect. Mm-hmm. And the stupid part about, like, Pinterest is that it makes it look like it's A, super easy. And painting a circle <laughs> on a wall is fucking hard, you guys. A hundred percent. We were talking about the whole tattooing analogy. So, yeah, right now I'm basically learning the basics of tattooing. I can't, like... That's why, like, portraits seem so scary to me. And a cabinet is not a portrait at all. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like baby steps, right? But we're getting there. There's only one way to do it, and that's to fuck around. And not knowing how to do something is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's your win for the week? Um, My win for the week is using, in real life, using our new founded conflict resolution. And, like, having a deeper understanding for my husband. That's amazing. And also watching telly last night when I just needed to decompress. Yep. That, that was, was a big dope. win. I was so fucking proud of you. <laughs> yeah, because you walk by. So you guys, like, Caboose installed, like, a TV in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like, swiveled because we have a small little, like, space where it's at. 
and we swapped out for like a better TV because we're trying to get all of our appliances before we moved to New Zealand mm -hmm. because electronics there are really expensive. So he swapped out the TV. Yeah, I want to like grade my phone before we go. <laughs> turn it. What you, you probably have to get a phone there. Probably. Um. I watched a YouTube video on it, and I don't think I do. Oh. Um, but I do have to, like, disconnect the line and, you know, obviously okay. yeah. reconnect. No, I don't think I do, though. But um, I, I'm going to have to double <laughs> I watched a video on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, she came upstairs, and I was just watching TV. Mm -hmm. Like, trying to, like, decompress and relax. So that way today I could get all the stuff. Because every time we go on a trip, there's lots to be done. Oh, absolutely. So, and even though, like, it's fun and vacation, with our jobs, there's still, like, a lot that has to be done in order to take a couple of days off of work. Yeah. So. So that's the, that's the goal. We're going to probably yeah. finish off. Relaxing and conflict resolution. Thank Those you Those are my wins. Thank you so yep. much for listening. We love you so much. Um, you. And then our next episode will honestly probably be about Halloween Horror Nights. So, because we are coming back from Halloween Horror Nights as this is being released. So wish us luck. Hopefully it was dope. Oh, I'm so um, excited. And then we'll see you guys back next week. Love you. Bye. The button every time. <laughs>